0: This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. My formative years were spent in fear of a nuclear attack. We were taught to duck and cover under our desks at school, which I know now made no sense at all. But it all gave us a feeling that there was something we could do to protect ourselves in a nuclear attack. But it was a false feeling. It was many years after that, the 1980s, when there were two world leaders that were openly for banning all nuclear weapons. It was an unlikely pair, Mikhail Gorbachev and Ronald Reagan. They never got it done, but it wasn't for a lack of trying. I mention all this because it is at the center of Werner Herzog's latest documentary film, Meeting Gorbachev. Herzog asks the questions on camera with Herzog and Andrew Singer directing this revealing film. The documentary begins with Gorbachev's early days entering the Communist Party and details his efforts to modernize and increased food production in the Soviet Union at a time when shortages were rampant everywhere. This led to his rise within the party structure. Now going back to the early 1980s, as he was rising in the party, Leonid Brezhnev was the longtime Soviet leader, but at that point he was barely able to handle his official duties as old age set in and eventually resulted in his death. Yuri Andropov, a mentor to Gorbachev, took over as Soviet leader, but he died after less than two years in office. Following him, Konstantin Chernyenko took on the leadership role, but by that point, he was in his early 70s and already terminally ill. So after Chernyenko died, the Soviets turned to a younger man with a lot of new ideas, Mikhail Gorbachev. What did Gorbachev accomplish as leader of the Soviet Union? Well, Consider this list. The U.S. and the Soviets may not have banned all nuclear weapons, but the parties did sign a number of arms control agreements while Gorbachev was in office. The Eastern European nations and the old Soviet bloc became independent. Last but not least, at least in Herzog's view, Germany was reunified. Herzog immediately raised the issue of the historic enmity between Russia and Germany, particularly the Nazi regime's invasion of Russia during World War II. Gorbachev brushed it off with a comment about Germans he knew in his neighborhood, and Herzog went on feeling more comfortable speaking with the former Soviet leader. Herzog and Gorbachev met for on-camera interview sessions three times over several months, with the final session delayed by a hospital stay by the former Soviet leader. Now, there is much in this documentary one can relate to today, particularly how the world is going in the wrong direction in proliferation and modernization of nuclear weapons. Gorbachev survived a coup attempt, but that event weakened his political position, and he was eventually forced to resign from the presidency. It is sad that much of the world recognizes Gorbachev as one of the most important world leaders of the 20th century, yet he is largely reviled in Russia as being the man presiding over the end of the Soviet Empire. If you have any interest in 20th century history and how the U.S.-Russian moves to end the Cold War impacted that history, this is a film for you. It is a documentary, and for full disclosure, I enjoy watching documentary films in a movie theater. So, I loved this film. I give Meeting Gorbachev an A grade. It is well worth your time and the price of a movie ticket. My recommendation, go see Meeting Gorbachev. This is the Arts in Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. I write the Larry in Fishers.com local news blog from Fishers, Indiana, a suburban community northeast of Indianapolis. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.